Hello, everyone. I have a message I'd like to share with you on childlike faith. It talks about what Jesus is sharing from Matthew 18, verses 2 through 6. Jesus called a little child to him, and he put the child among them. Then he said, I tell you the truth. Unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf is welcoming me. But if you cause one of these little ones who trust in me to fall into sin, it will be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. So, Jesus uses the example of a child to illustrate this point. We must receive the kingdom like a child. You know, children are so humble. They will believe whatever you say to them. They value your opinion even over their own, just because you are their parents. And that's why it's important. Parents for you to love your children in words and deed. Live godly before them. Lead them by example. In this way, you are training them in the ways of the Lord. Biblical humility means believing what God says about you over anyone else's opinion, including your own. It requires embracing who you are in Christ over who you are in the flesh. To be humble according to God's word is to be so free of concern for your own ego that you unreservedly elevate those around you. And Jesus is calling us to utter dependence on him as the way into his kingdom. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's John 14 verse 6. Take a a minute and think about you and your family. We take great joy in our young children, don't we? And the arrival of a baby or a grandbaby is one of the happiest times in our lives. But the youngest children cannot do anything for themselves because they are helpless. Just think about your babies, your small children. They cannot make any tangible contribution to the functioning of the household whatsoever. In fact, they're desperately needy. So I use this illustration to help us to see. That is how we should be in relation to our Father in heaven. We are to rely completely on his mercy for our salvation and for our every need in life. Sometimes God comes across simple and easy, as if he's communicating to us like we're children. But a lot of times, people miss God because they're always looking for something deep, some deep revelation. Why can't we just take God at his word and believe what he says? Why is it that we have to look for more than what he's actually saying? Why do we need to add to what he said already? Isn't what he said enough? Why do we need to interpret what he says 
or change around his words to make it fit what we think he's saying? Why can't we just hear him with our spiritual ears? His voice will be plain and simple. That's if you're filled with the Holy Spirit. And if you're not, I encourage you to ask God to fill you with his Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit's responsibility to give us clarity and understanding. 1 Corinthians 2.12 says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Jesus promised his disciples the Holy Spirit to help them understand the scriptures. The Holy Spirit was Jesus' answer to the disciples' lack of faith and misunderstanding of the scriptures. The Holy Spirit would illuminate their minds and give them understanding of the scriptures so they could share with others. And he does the same for us today. Jesus said in John 14, 26, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Jesus also said in John 16, verses 13 through 16, But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own initiative. But whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of mine and will disclose it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he takes of mine and will disclose it to you. I'll explain that. Jesus is saying, when the spirit of truth comes, who is the Holy Spirit, he will lead you into all truth. He will not speak his own words, but he will speak only what he hears Jesus saying. And he will tell you what is to come. In other words, the Holy Spirit passes information on to us from God. That's not hard to understand. The Spirit of truth, who is the Holy Spirit, will bring glory to me, Jesus is saying, because he will take what I have to say and tell it to you. The Apostle Paul prayed a prayer in Ephesians, the first chapter. He said, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light. Another way of saying this is, I pray that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, or so that you can understand the confident hope God has given to those he called his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance, Ephesians 1.18. Now, if you have the Holy Spirit in you, you are born again. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That's John third chapter verses three and verse five. The Holy Spirit will help you. He's our helper. That's why the father sent him 
to help you. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. Jesus said, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. That's John 14, verses 15 through 18. So Jesus is basically saying to us, the Holy Spirit will show you what is true. The people of this world cannot accept the Holy Spirit because they don't see or know him. But you, those of you who are in Christ Jesus, you know the Holy Spirit who is with you and will keep on living in you. The Holy Spirit will enlighten you and bring forth understanding, clarity of what God's will, plan, and purpose is for your life. No need to take it to other people who have zero spiritual insight, no understanding, and possibly no Holy Spirit to explain anything spiritual to you. Now keep in mind, by all means, I am not saying that God cannot use others to speak to you his words. When Jesus ascended into heaven after his resurrection, he gave five specific ministry gifts to the body of believers to be strengthened, equipped, and matured. Notice, I'm putting emphasis on matured. We can be children of God with childlike faith, and be spiritually matured in Christ Jesus. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ until we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That's Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. Now, what does this mean? The responsibility of the fivefold ministry is to equip God's people to do God's work and to build up the church who is the body of Christ. That's us, you guys. We are the body of Christ. God's talking about his children being built up in him, that we may serve him by helping others to grow in the true knowledge of God. And this will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of who Jesus is, so that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. I'm not sure if you ever met anyone or maybe you've been in this place once upon a time in your walk with Christ, but have you ever been so hungry for God or met anyone who is so hungry for God that they listen to and accept anyone that sounds spiritual? That's a dangerous thing. It is not God's plan for his children to remain spiritually immature, being tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching running here and there, trying to get a word, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's 2 Timothy 3, 7. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies. So clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, 
growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. That's Ephesians 4, 12 through 16. Yes, we are children of God, but we should be spiritually growing up and full of God's love so that God can work in and through us to go and help others to grow in him. In other words, we must stop acting like immature children by allowing deceitful people trick us by their false teachings, which are like winds that toss us around from place to place. Ephesians 4, 14. You know, there's a difference between being Holy Spirit filled and Holy Spirit led versus just being religious. Learn the difference. The time is coming where people will be hungrily searching for the true, sincere word of God. Prepare now for what's coming. Don't wait until then. Prepare now. Quit complicating things. When God speaks to you, believe him. Like little children believe. Because when God speaks, he always speaks in alignment or in agreement with his word. Accept what he says. Don't doubt him. If you spend more time studying your Bible and praying in the spirit, you will become more familiar with his voice. I promise you that. You won't have to second guess God or run and get someone else's opinion. Why would you do that anyway? God spoke it to you first. Why run to someone else looking for a confirmation when the Holy Spirit confirmed it already in your spirit? Did you know that the Holy Spirit heard that word first from God before he passed it on to you? I already said that. When the Spirit of truth comes, who is the Holy Spirit? He will lead you into all truth. He will not speak his own words, but he will speak only what he hears Jesus saying, and he will tell you what is to come. In other words, the Holy Spirit passes information on to us from God. Your word was already confirmed. The question is, where is your faith? Why aren't you taking God at his word? The reason why some can't hear God or they're not sure if it was God is because they have listened to so many prophets and evangelists and preachers or teachers or whoever's telling them what they want to hear and not what they need to hear. It is to the point where they're not even sure if they know God's voice. The Bible says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. As 2 Timothy 4 verses 3 and 4. Be careful of this. May I, may I encourage you to develop your relationship with the Father, His Son, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the written Word of God? It's time to turn this around right now and to start believing God when He speaks to your spirit. Because the day is coming, and I said this before, 
where people will be hungering and thirsting for the true, sincere word of God. And will be running into all types of false prophets and teachers. They will be saying things to make you feel good and will not be telling you what God is saying. And the only way to avoid this happening to you is to develop your relationship with God. Jude said, but you, beloved, build yourself up on the foundation of your most holy faith. Continually progress, rise like an edifice higher and higher. Pray in the Holy Spirit and keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously and looking forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, which will bring you to eternal life. That's Jude 1, verse 20 through 21. If you've already done so, I encourage you. If you haven't, I'm sorry, already done so, I encourage you to repent now and return to Jesus. That's if you haven't already done so. Repent now and return to Jesus. Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, 2 Timothy 2.15. Get the word of God in your own heart so you will not sin against God, Psalms 119 verse 11. Know God for yourself. Know Jesus for yourself. Know the Holy Spirit. He is a person. So yes, you need to get to know him too. Time is running out, friends. Look at the craziness going on in the world today. Keep your prayers going up for Israel and for all Christians everywhere. Be prepared and stay ready. Until next time, love and blessings to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Enjoy the word and may God bless you.